I'm the uh, senior section manager for fire management, um, department of Table Mountain National Park, and uh, we operate within uh, Table Mountain National Park um, and sometimes adjoining areas where we assist other parks with uh, burning requirements. Uh, with uh, well, with the park subscribing to the National Fault and Forest Fire Act, um, it's a legal requirement for landowner to. Um, have the necessary uh, firefighting capabilities to prevent uh, fires from uh, well fires that originate from from uh, uh, the property f- uh, crossing boundaries into neighboring properties and then also it's, it's a legal requirement to um, to be in a position um, to suppress any fires uh, that that might occur Oh, well, even even besides legal uh, requirements, um, being in a unique position uh, such as Table Mountain, um, having <clears throat> the uh, vast urban interface um, that we have uh, to prevent fires from from causing damage, and, and damage is a, 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 a very real uh, possibilities when it comes to life and property for the millions of visitors that we have annually, yes. um, and then obviously the uh, kilometers of uh, of of um, suburbs uh, abutting the park, yeah. you know, it, it, it's definitely an amalgamated effort um, to uh, conduct uh, integrated fire management uh, within Table Mountain, and we have organisations um, that we work very very closely, uh, like City of Cape Town yeah. uh, Fire and Rescue Services. Yeah. Um, we work hand in hand with uh, with them with most operations. Um, Within the, uh, the the boundaries of the metropole, um, Table Mountain has its has its own cruise, in in the form of um, a contract to cruise from Nature Conservation Corporation. Uh, most of the crews have been around for for many many years, well experienced uh, uh, firefighters and crew leaders and and, and drivers. Um, we have the uh, we have the. Uh, uh, working on fire uh, program uh, that we also work extremely closely with. Um, we at Newlands Firebase where we are, um, we do have a a crew of, okay. of firefighters right through the year okay. who assist us with fire suppression on the on the peninsula and elsewhere. But we also do have access to um, the 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 outlining crews um, that are in our area, crews like um, Mumbri Base, Halderberg Base, uh, the False Bay Base, which is one of the city biodiversity's crews. Um, and then uh, in times of need, uh, we also pull on crews from, from much further far, um, and sometimes even in, 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 uh, from, uh, from other provinces. Um, this past uh, season, we had um, a crew from the uh, Free State, okay. and um, it was a pleasure working with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we also work very closely with uh, the Cape Nation Fire Protection Association. Um, they they have a couple of crews uh, working on fire crews that are under their management, and um, they also assist with uh, managing our fires. Um, uh, for for Table Mountain. Besides that, we have a well-established uh, volunteer wildfire services, which is a um, which is a, a volunteer program that was originally started by uh, Table Mountain National Park. Uh, well, back when it was called uh, Cape Peninsula uh, National Park, yeah. and. Um, by the uh, uh, well, one of the founding members was uh, Philip Prince, which is our fire manager. 
um, <clears throat> the the volunteers are well over 100 uh, crew members and um, they fulfill um, part of the incident command system uh, positions such as uh, uh, very active in, in planning um, you know, with logistics especially where they, they have a real fantastic um, uh, performance in, in, in that function um, um, they, they are mainly based operationally where um, they, they supply crews um, and uh, drivers and uh, uh, vehicles for, for, for fire suppression. Um, we, also to, we also utilize them when we do prescribed burning, yes. um, but we can chat about prescribed burning a little later. Okay. Um, there's also uh, Enviro Wildfire Services, um, <clears throat> um, started by uh, Robert Erasmus. They, they assist with uh, preliminary fire investigations, also fire suppression activities. Um, it's, I mean, there's, it's, it's a whole amalgamation of, um, of organizations and, and resources, and it's a, it's a real, uh, real pleasure and privilege to, to, to work with the different entities. The, the volunteers are, well, currently um, being May, um, they are uh, taking on and new recruits, which is um, currently being, being trained in, in, in different skills, whether it's um, radio operation, um, driver training, uh, first aid, uh, orientation, uh, pumps training, um, uh, all of that. Um, we are we are very lucky that our fires are mostly well well documented in the media, especially social medias, um, where we we do get a lot of uh, publicity, and um, I mean the. The, the well-meaning um, public of, of, of Cape Town are, are very freely um, offering up their, their, their time um, in, in terms of volunteering to, to, to assist. Um, one thing about the, the, the VWS that is a real benefit for us is that um, <clears throat> it is a, a good way of channel, uh, channeling um, people wanting to help in a, in a, in a structured manner. Uh, we have had issues in the past where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where um, people want to help, but unfortunately, we we cannot utilize people that are not trained mm. um, in 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 fire suppression or or any other of the um, disciplines. We we have um, uh, response plans um, in place, um, and basically, what what happens is uh, when when fires are reported, uh, whether it's from the public directly to us or through the um, city of Cape Town control rooms or which, whichever means um, fires are reported, um, we we work on the uh, fire danger index, which is. Um, uh, a danger index taking into account um, current and forecasted weather and, and that uh, sort of dictates um, what our response is going to be and um, yeah we, we, we almost always um, re respond with an, with an overkill strategy mm. where um, we send as, as, as many resources um, as, 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 as we can um, to to prevent uh, fires um, escalating, um, obviously we we take into account, um, as I said, the the weather, uh, current and forecasted weather, um, a uh, felt age, um, localized weather, um, and um, access. You know things like that 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 we take into account, and um, historical knowledge really plays a large part um, as the the areas that that, that we operate. Um, are most of the time uh, 
not very uh, accessible so so then we would um, uh, we don't shy away from 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 calling it extra resources um, in the incipient stages of, of fires simply just to to get uh, uh, to keep the fire small from from preventing any any form of um, uh, uh, advanced uh, fire um, the, the with the change in weather climate change um, we we have a very it, it, it's very clear how uh, fire behavior has been changing over the last few years and if I say last uh, um, uh, the last few years um, five years ago we we were able to in March already um, assist other parks mm-hmm. with with prescribed burning where um, just this past weekend, a few days ago, we were busy with the wildfires. So times have, have really changed. The the um, the fire behavior it, it is it is very clear that fires are burning hotter. Uh, the winds are are fanning fires on faster. Materials are are much drier. Um, the resources that are are required to suppress fires are obviously becoming much more expensive but we are requiring more and um, as we, we are forced to be absolutely dynamic when, when it comes to uh, fire suppression keeping ahead of uh, uh, international trends and training and um, equipment and so forth and, and one of the major challenges are is that the uh, financial um, backing and funding of resources isn't always there so we we, we very often have to make do um, I mean we we are an extremely small um, a department consisting of two uh, permanent um, staff members and yeah <laughs> um, it's, it's just footprints myself. Um, so, so the hours are long. Um, the resources are few, and you know, um, funding is always a always a challenge. Um, as I said, the suppression costs are, are escalating alarmingly. Um, just recently, we've started uh, replacing some of our vehicle resources, and um, the, the the costs are absolutely exorbitant. Um, but we 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 have um, received some assistance, like with our aerial uh, resources, yeah. um, where uh, through through provincial government, um, we've we've been fortunate enough to to receive uh, financial assistance with flying time. And uh, uh, one of the reasons behind that is so that uh, province can um, assist uh, landowners in calling aerial resources uh, very early instead of um, postponing the, the, the use of aerial resources um, and having fires escalate into into extended attack. And extended attack is is when it goes on for, for a while and then t- it turns into days and days still turn into weeks. So um, that, that, that's, that, that's been a, a massive aid. Um, otherwise, uh, uh, just like uh, has been seen in this uh, past season, where um, it's it has been an issue getting in more craft, and the um, overtime structures of crews and and just replacing crews on on the ground has become a major challenge. Yeah. Um, uh, national, national parks as a as as a landowner or Table Mountain National Park as 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 the landowner, uh, we subscribe to the National Fault and Forest Fire Act, and um, the the act basically says that um, the landowner should be in a position to uh, prevent fires that originate from his property, whether it's due to 
your negligence or outside interference or natural acts um, to to do everything in, in in your power to prevent it from uh, transgressing over onto to neighboring properties and and causing damage, um, which, which which is which is which is very challenging because mm. I mean we we uh, the, the entire park is surrounded by uh, millions of uh, of of Catonians and then in the in the high season which is our fire season uh, millions of of visitors again and uh, we've had we've had. Uh, numerous fires constantly annually uh, being started by um, overseas visitors that that simply just um, aren't the way of of how prone uh famous really is to 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 fire there's this there's two kinds of prescribed burning there's uh, prescribed burning um which we call block burning okay. um which is uh for for biodiversity reasons um to try to artificially mimic a natural burn cycle where um, on, on, on the one hand it, it, it would be to reduce alien, uh, alien infestation but then in, on, on the other hand to, to promote the germination of indigenous seeds um, and uh, there's, there's, there's almost no other way of promoting the, uh, the germination of uh, indigenous seeds and um, We've we've got a fantastic uh, program that has been drawn up by our the uh, Cape Research Centre, where we've um, we've put together a a plan, twenty eight year plan, of um, of areas throughout the park that are prioritised prioritised in terms of how all the felt is, um, uh, how easy it, it is accessed, um, if there's any rare endangered species. Um, Water, um, that uh, uh, all those factors taken into account, and um, but but one thing that has been happening is um, we are rather far behind because of some of the uh, fire seasons that we have uh, been experiencing. 2015 was a was a doozy of a season um, yes. with a massive uh, Musenberg fires, and then the the, the Cape Point fire where we probably had about 5,000 hectares go up um, virtually overnight. Yeah, um, but. Um, you know, it's one thing that, that really amazes me is how the people of Cape Town has um, taken to uh, uh, the 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 idea of, of prescribed burns. Um, just like mm, eight years ago, uh, most most people in, in Cape Town were completely against uh, prescribed sure. burns. But now we actually have people going, well, when are you going to burn? When are you going to burn? When are you going to burn? Unfortunately, with the current drought that we are in, in the Western Cape, experiencing in the Western Cape, but it has become difficult because open source water and potable water um, non potable water is is rather scarce on the peninsula. So um, although it doesn't look like it, we have been trying to to conduct um, uh, uh, prescribed burns for biodiversity purposes. And yes, we say it's for biodiversity purposes, but it is also to um, remove above ground biomass that can be pot potentially um, challenging. Sorry, that can be potentially challenging. Um, during uh, during during wildfires, um, the uh, the the other uh, prescribed burn that, that that we do that we conduct is, is called stack burning, and those and that is uh, specifically um, cut material, uh, whether it's alien vegetation or 
trimmings from whatever was required when we um, have them piled in stacks or brush piles as it is sometimes called and then uh, what we do is through our permitting system through the city of Cape Town uh, we, we deal with city of Cape Town um, fire safety officers we deal with city of Cape Town air quality control in obtaining uh, permits for uh, conducting stack burning and, and we wait till the wetter months the cooler months when the soil has been saturated so that the, the mast concentrated amount of heat that is generated when a, when a, when a stack burns um, does minimal damage to the soil and it, it's a you know it's, it's like any other operation um, people are um, mostly very afraid of, of fire but it is one of those those activities that has always happened you know it, it's always been around and it, it's a management tool that we we utilize to remove um, above ground biomass that is not not, not required not no longer needed um, yeah so so we conduct that uh, annually in the winter months <laughs> I can tell you one thing the the past couple of years <laughs> have been one big flur, uh, blurry, fiery occurrence. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm very proud to say that, the, that the, the, the people that I work with, whether it's volunteers, whether it's um, contractor crews, whether it's working on fire, are absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, you know, working with the dedicated crews that, that we do to do what we do and how we do it and as effectively as 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 we have been is 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 really amazing it's it, it's a real pleasure they make me look like a rock star must admit. Oh, man. Um, but there, there, there has been um there has been times that uh, you know we've we've experienced loss of life mm-hmm. um and it's it's I, I, I hate to say that it's, it's 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 part of the job it should never be part of the job yeah. but but there has been times that um you know, you you sort of wonder to yourself, you know, is, is this the right career choice? But uh, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. It's, it's a complete volunteer base. Um, from from station managers to training managers to uh, media liaison um, officers, um, the drivers, the crew leaders, the crew, it's all completely on a volunteer basis. Um, they do do uh, they do conduct um, fundraising um, events like the, the open day and runs, trail runs, um, and all of that, and, and they come completely self sufficient, eh? um, paying for their training, um, equipping themselves. Um, and and the running cost, um, the arguably one of the best volunteer organisations in, in in the country, and a real feather in Table Mountain National Parks hat. Um, really very professional um, crews that that we get onto the line. Um, very eager. It, it is a real pleasure working with them. Anyone, anyone, anyone. You can be eight years old and there's going to be a job for you. You know, it's it's not just the young bucks that um, that come and get trained and and get active on the line. Um, we have uh, positions for everyone. Um, someone has to make sandwich. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, um, we have volunteers uh, manning the uh, control room after hours, um, putting out call-outs, um, arranging crews, arranging food, um, getting uh, donations, assisting us, um, especially if we have 200, 300 people on, on, a, on a large-scale fire. It takes quite a bit of um, uh, work to, to keep a, a, a fire scene like that op- uh, operating smoothly.
Um, simple as uh, googling volunteer wildfire services. Um, all the all the details are on the website. Uh, uh, to Google the uh, uh, volunteer wildfire services, and and follow the link there. Okay. Um, and it's it started in uh, started in 2000 after the 2000 uh, fires on the peninsula. Um, it was a it was a brainchild of uh, former park manager David Dutz and um, Philip Moore being one of the uh, people tasked with starting a volunteer um, organization and they started with from from meager beginnings of one donated bucky and maybe 10 11 people to uh, probably about 130 running like a smooth oiled machine um, training season starts from from first uh, of april that's when um, applications get taken in, you know, medicals get done, and um, sort of um, each discipline, um, example, whether it's first aid or pumps or orientation or so forth, have a number of um, uh, training uh, scenarios which um, each person would get evaluated on at the end of season before they get to go active. Um, yeah, and then, um, but, but besides that, there's... there's um, there's the cogs behind the scene that that make it work, and 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 that's the people that we that we usually short of. You know, the guys running the radios, the volunteers doing um, logistics and planning, drivers, um, people that do the fundraising, the media. You know, um, everybody wants to be a firefighter because it's supposed to be glamorous. It's not glamorous. It's dirty, hard, stinky work. Uh, every so once in a while, it it, it, it becomes um, you know. A, a bit dangerous and, and, and so forth. So um, I always tell the, the the new recruits, you know, chicks don't dig scars. Yeah. You know, it, it mustn't be fun. Yeah. It can be fun when you get back. That when you get back to the office, when the fire's done and it's over, then you can think back and, and, and be proud of what you done. Yeah. You know, but while you while you're there, just want to go home. Well, our, our, our office number is probably the, the best uh, form of form of contact, um, and that's uh, 021-689-7438, and, um, and then uh, contacting uh, the volunteers if you'd, 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 you'd like to, you know, volunteer, uh, volunteer your, your, your time. We, we do advise um, contacting uh, 107. Um, 107 is the uh, call center that is handling our, our call tax and then um, they uh, dispatch our resources.